All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip hop recording artist KO the Beast. KO, what is up, brother? What's up, what's up, man? Just trying to take it one day at a time, you feel me? I do, man. I absolutely. I, I, I pretty much do the same thing. First and foremost, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, you got, yeah, man, you got a lot to talk about. Uh, all right, let's get into this. So I guess, I guess, you know, reading through your through your bio, um, I saw you. You're from Flint, Michigan. Um, so then you moved to Atlanta, and you kind of you kind of got to the ATL, and, and you you mixed styles a little bit. You brought you brought a style from uh, from the Michigan area to you to the ATL. So I guess let's start out there. Talk about that that move and and what you brought to the Atlanta with your style. Was it that made you actually make the move to Atlanta? Was it was it you know solely to to enhance your your hip hop career to focus more on to take it to the next level? What was it that made you make the move? That what you just said. Yeah. You know what, though, you keep on chasing that too, man, because the, the hard workers are the ones that that achieve. Um, so it'll come. You just keep keep doing your thing. Now you mentioned a minute ago about you know you love to write music. Do you do you? Um, and you also mentioned production. So I got a couple questions. Um, I guess I guess a do you produce your own music? And b when you say writing, do you do? Um, are you into lyrics the ly- lyrically? Um, and also c do you make your own beats too? Yeah. 
ever, ever want to have a ghostwriter. Uh-huh. And somebody came to me and was like, look, man, I wrote this song for you. I believe it'll be a hit. Like, I would let the people know, like, straight up. Like, I didn't, I didn't write somewhere in the verses. I'll be like, I didn't write this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and try and let the people know, like, you know, this is a hit for the whole world. Um, and as far as... Man, that was pretty yeah. much... That was, that was, no, that was it. You hit on you hit on all three production, uh, lyrics, and uh, beats. So I, I asked you three, and you, and you hit all three of them. Um, so, so I, I, again, reading through your bio, you had a really interesting bio, by the way. I liked I liked reading your your background. Um, and now you've been busy, man, because this is your 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 most current record, What's Hood Point One Point Oh. Um, that's your fifth record, man. So you've been you've been working hard. Yeah, working hard, man. That's you know, my fifth album. Yeah. Yeah, so the one point oh is kinda like a movie of what's going on in the hood today. Of course you got everybody else coming out of the hood and talking about the struggles and everything, but my genre is film music. That's my favorite genre of all time. Hmm. How that became you know, my favorite when I was a kid, my aunt used to always take me to movies mm-hmm. and I just became a, just a movie fanatic and every time I'm looking for beats or, or wanting to do a song, I just be like, I, mean, I want this, I want all my songs to sound like a movie. Kind of like my single that's out right now called Rise, I just wanted that to be the hood version of, I don't know if you remember this movie called Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite childhood movies. Hey, still my favorite, one of my favorite movies to the day. So I just wanted to put that grind into it, the hustle, let people know what's, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned movies. I, I, and me too. I'm also a movie fanatic. I love going to the theater still. I mean, it's all right yeah. to watch DVDs at the house, but I still like to go to the movie theater and check out movies yeah. in the theater. So, with that being said, what about movie soundtrack stuff? Have you pitched or tried to pitch any of your songs to try to get into some movie soundtrack music? Yeah, that's, that's what I really want to do is connect with the right people to get my songs played for a movie. Or, you know what I'm saying? If it's not in a movie, at least let it be in a trailer for, for the up and coming movie. Sure. I, I think that that'll be dope. So, um, and, and that's my second Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's smart. I then I think it's possible. I mean, there's a million movies out there. There's, there's always producers and directors are looking for for. Um, you know what? Honestly, some of the lower budget. And I'm not talking about like real crap movies, but some of them, some of those guys, they're just like you know me and you and everybody else. I mean, we got we looking to make our bills, and some of these guys that make movies, they're looking for artists that they can bring in at a cheaper price too. As opposed to like bringing in you know, a huge name like you know like Jay Z, he would he would cost somebody you know fifty million dollars probably. Um, so it's it's definitely something you should look into. Uh, a lot of people bring up the avenue of um, you know just going to colleges and spread the word. And, you know people that was that was doing what I was doing, but they they going full throttle with it. Mm-hmm. So I, I figured trying you know. One of my avenues is trying to tag the colleges, you know, let people know, like, hey, you need something for, you know, one of your 
Another idea is to go to the film festivals. Now, now the film festivals, the, the people that are there already have a film finished, so that they're pitching their, you know, they're trying to get to the next level with the movie they already made. But that doesn't mean they're not going to want to make more movies because most of those people are movie makers. So go to the film festivals and hand, hand out some of your samples, you know, your card, and 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 then you know hit them up for future movies. You know, actually, listening to your voice, you do have good uh, voiceover sound to your voice. You could probably do voiceover work. You on Hot 93.7? Yeah, I was on Hot 93.7. Nice. Yeah, you definitely got a voiceover uh, voice. It's deep. I, I, a lot of people tell me the same thing about I should, I should go into radio. I mean, I got a podcast show, but um, okay. you, you have that deep voice too. All right, so I, I want to get back to your um, to your record and reading through your bio again. I read in there that it's important to you, almost like a mission statement, really, when, when you want to uh, reach back into the hood and really get people motivated with your music. Can you, can you talk to me more about that? Right. So that way, when they hear me, they get more, they get inspired and get motivated to do whatever it is they want to do. I want to be one of the individuals. I'm not saying I'm the only individual. I just want to be one of the individuals to let people know, like, and it's kind of like when black people were forced in the hood, like, this is our foundation, you know, this is our starting point. And another group just think that when black people were in a situation like this, like there's no way out. But I know for a fact that there is a way out. You just gotta be motivated and be determined, most of all, and then you be able to rise up out of this. I know that if one person rolls out the hood and told their story, I'm gonna be able to rise out the hood mm-hmm. and tell my story. That's why I was, that's why I was saying I wanna be able to motivate and inspire people in the hood. And even in the club, you know what I'm saying? They might be living like, damn, I can't wait to be in the club and get started doing what I'm doing. Yeah, man. You ever heard of Dr. Ben Carson? Now, now, you know whether or not you agree with his politics—that that's a completely separate thing. But I admire him removing politics out of it. I admire him as a person because he's from Detroit, and he had a—you know—his mom was a single mother working three jobs, and he was in the, from the hood too, man. He's from the bad part. And this dude rose up. He rose up out of there, became one of the most world-renowned neurosurgeons in the world. You know, so it can be done. Like you just said, it can be done if you work hard. You, you, you can do it. Ben Carson, Dr. Ben, yeah, Carson. ben Carson. Yeah. I was, I was just thinking about Mark Wahlberg. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, anything is possible as long as, as long as you put your mind to it. Eminem, Eminem's another one that, well, you know, not from right into Detroit, but well, yeah, 8 Mile, right? He's from uh, up around there. Yeah, yeah, 8 Mile. Yeah. yeah. I, I never really went to, I went to Detroit only to, like, go to restaurants or go to, like, the food festival, but right. most of the time I just really just stayed in the A1O, you know? Yes, sir. All right, so tell me more about What's Hood 1.0, the new record, the latest record. Um, how many tracks are on it? Um, you know, where can people get it? Yeah, so um, it's 11 tracks on there featuring Neek, Young Legend, nice. Ghost, and Zombie. Wow. I figured I can work with, you know, different people. Young Legend, he's been on uh, actually uh, a lot of my projects. You know, that's my cousin, actually. So oh, okay. Anytime. Okay. Yeah, and you can find my project on iTunes, Spotify, Spinrilla, uh, Amazon Music, YouTube, most definitely, and yeah. like a whole bunch of other avenues. All you gotta do is just type in KO the Beast. That's what's up. Alright, so, um. I believe, yeah, I just wanna say, um, I believe the track that sticks out the most is Black and Track Heat. Right. You know, a little, uh, uh, peek of what's going on in the government. I'm not a politician, but I just like to rap about what I see, you feel me? And, and what inspired me to do this song was, um, P.I., We Will Not, and Eminem's Untouchable. Nice. Well, you know, look, man, it's, it's, both of those topics are, are relevant, and, um, like, I still get pissed off when I think about Eric Garner. Because I'm from New York originally, and I used to I used to sell Lucy's. I used to do the same thing he was doing. I used to sell Lucy, I used to sell loose cigarettes, Lucy's, and um, you know they they kill that dude over some bullshit. I mean the guy the guy just give him a freaking ticket, give him a, give him a citation and leave him alone. Just, yeah, you know man, what I'm saying? So no, that, that kind of shit just pisses me off, man. Oh, yeah, I saw that. American, you know what I'm saying, trying to make a couple of dollars. Yeah. They're like, man, come on, man. They call her, they call her the, um, Miss Betty, like, Betty or something. Pissed on Betty or something, some shit like that. Yeah. It seems like it's become a strand. Like, man, this is not funny, man. People are just trying to make money to, you know what I'm saying, big money on the side and big money in the street so that they won't have to do that forever to get to where they want to be in the future. What, what was she? Was she the one that called the cops on the little girl that was selling lemonade? The little black yeah, girl. They call, <laughs> oh my yeah, God. they call her uh, like yeah. something, something or something. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. I mean, I mean, the world. You know what? The the world's hard enough without without some idiot like that fucking with people. I mean, a little kid was selling lemonade. Leave her, leave her alone for crying out loud. I mean, what? what I don't understand. Yeah. So I hear. I'm glad you're touching on those subjects because it's definitely. You know, the, the, it happens, man. I mean, a lot of people say there's, you know, police, police brutality is is exaggerated. You know what? Here's here's my point on police police brutality. There, there's there's 
you know, people say there's bad cops out there and they're not all bad, and that's true. I mean, they're not all bad. But the problem is, like, if you're a bad cable operator, like a bad, uh, if you, like, like, if you work for a cable company and you're a bad uh, cable installer, the worst you can do is, is screw up somebody's cable, right? I mean, and then, and then they just, you know, if you're a bad post office, a mailman, and, 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 and the worst that can happen is you, is you put mail in the wrong mailbox. But if you're a bad cop, you can kill somebody. So bad cops, bad cops carry a big stick. You know what I'm saying? So, so huge, gigantic stick. So they can't get a pass just saying, oh, some are bad. You can't have that in the cops. I mean, they, they, you got you got to get rid of them. And a lot of these police departments are keeping quiet too. If they got a bad apple in there, they don't want to report that person. Well, that's fucked up. I mean, you got to report that person, man. You got you can't let those people in there still. We got to that big stick. I'll sum it up in one word. It's, it's start with a D, and it's authority. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of people. Um, they'll have that phrase that goes straight to their head. Yeah. Like, okay, you're in control now. Just do what you got to do. Like, yeah. there a lot of them are just abusing the abusing the authority. It's like, man, just chill out, man. You know what I'm saying? You're not standing. You're not the security of the world. So just, just chill out. We understand that you want to protect and serve. Yeah, do that. But don't yep. act like you're protecting and seem like you want to serve, but just killing niggas just for the yeah, man. They well, most of them. Are, most of the bad ones come out of the academy like that too. They get that big head syndrome. They come out of the academy. They're full of piss and vinegar, and you know they forgot the whole swore, you know swore an, an oath to protect and serve. They forgot that part already. They're not out of the academy for fucking for, for you know for one day, and they already forgot that shit. Now, now they got the badge, and, and, and they want to you know stretch their authority out. Um, and you know what though? It ain't just you know what's crazy. It ain't just black people that are fucking. They're fucking with white people too. It's just the media doesn't really show it much. They sh- uh, they, they, they magnify it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 I see. I know. look. I personally know some cops that are just bad, man. And, and they'll 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 fucking fuck up a white dude too. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is. It is, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I believe that this is the right time to really stand up and and speak about you know what's really going on. You know, one of one of the big big, big hip hop groups that I have a lot of respect for is N.W.A. You're going back in time now. Those guys, these guys, man, they 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 took on not only the cop, but they they took on the U.S. government. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They took on the the big big two headed monsters, law enforcement and the government. So they opened the doors for a lot of hip hop artists like you. Um, so I have a lot of respect for the NWA. They, they were trendsetters. That's straight out of Compton. It's actually one of my favorite movies. Yeah, mine too, actually. <laughs> hey, when, yeah. I, when I first saw the preview, I saw Ice Cube's son, you know, portraying Ice Cube. And I was like, damn, yeah. I didn't just like Ice Cube. I was like, he man. Did. He, did. He, did a good, he did a good job, too. His acting oh, yeah. was good, man. You know, that's a bad, you know. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. But yeah, but still, you got you when you got producers and directors and you know ten people with lights and cameras looking at you, and you got to remember them lines, and you got to convince people. Uh, it's, it's it's not easy. It's pretty good. I just finished a film project myself, so I got a whole lot a whole lot of respect now, a whole bunch more respect for filmmaking because it ain't easy, man. Acting's not easy. Now, look, they make it look easy. Yeah, 
Yeah, the good ones do. Like like uh, Tupac. Another guy I respect a lot because Tupac was one of the first ones to cross over into movies. You know, back 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 then, and, and not only could he act, but Tupac was actually a really good actor too. Yeah, Ice T. And it was like Ice Cube and, and, and but, uh, I thought, you know, Ice Cube was, I mean, Ice Cube, I thought Ice T was alright. Was alright, Yeah, for sure. He went out to a long acting career. Um, Tupac was, uh, you know, he got, obviously, God rest his soul, he got killed, you know, as an early age, but he was really talented, man, as far as, he was multi-talented. Yeah. Yeah, man. So what about, just get back on you again. Um... Uh, what about some of your musical? Who's your musical influences? For people you look up to. My musical influences is like mainly is is Biggie and Eminem. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in my world, they were the only two artists who didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and like damn, like damn, like I mean, you be like, oh man, yeah. I can't believe he just said that. I can't believe he just said that. I think people appreciate somebody who's just real. You know, be you. Be you. Be the person you are and, and, and translate that into your music. I think right away people can tell somebody who's a fake or a fraud. Um, so I think realness takes you far. I do. And another one of my influences was Ice Cube. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah, Ice Cube, ton of good songs. Um, what got you into hip hop, man? How, how old were you? Like, well, how did that happen? When, when did it all start? Yeah, I was like seven, eight years old. Oh wow! And um, yeah, around that time, I was probably bumping Bone Thug Harmony. Yeah. Way for me to try to 
That's awesome, man. So, so getting back to the uh, What's Hood 1.0, um, anybody spinning anything for you? You gonna get, get any tracks spun? Oh, like minor, uh, you know, radio, radio stations. Yeah. good to have them go to guys um hopefully oh, yeah. you get some more you know some of your newer stuff hopefully rice will uh will uh once that video is out you know once that video comes out and you're ready to talk about it man just 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 hit me back up and I, then we'll get back we'll get you back on my podcast show and and uh i'll do what i can to help you help you promote it brother Yeah, that that film's a paranormal. It's a documentary we filmed. Um, it's it's paranormal stuff. It's it's uh, it's not really a hip hop genre type thing. Uh, so I don't think that would work. But you never know, man. Because we um we're we're, we're we're you know who knows where this is going to take me. Um, so I'll definitely keep you keep you locked in my roll decks and um, in my phone for sure. You never know. Plus, you know, I do know a lot of other people. You know, I know some celebrities. I know different musicians so you never know who I run into man well, well I can definitely uh, refer you along okay yeah you keep telling you know, my horror movies yeah. is like one of my favorites so I, I would definitely do a single in a heartbeat for no. a horror movie I don't blame you absolutely alright before I let you go um, tell the fans out there once again where they can find your uh, your music get your stuff any websites or social media man i appreciate you coming on the show and definitely uh once you got some new stuff to talk about just uh 
reach out to uh, MJ over at Starlight, and we'll get you back on 100%.